and Nintendos. Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. Well, I'm having one of the best mornings of my entire life. Christina, how's your morning going? Well, <laughs> it's it's about 20 degrees. I don't know what that is in Celsius, but it's 20 degrees Fahrenheit here in upstate New York this morning. And um, for those of you who don't know, I do horse riding. Uh, I'm learning how to ride English, and I've been learning since about August. And this is the coldest it's ever been when we've done like a lesson. And it's like in the morning. So it was it was like 20 degrees and the horses didn't like it. And um, they were very moody and they were like bucking and just taking their sweet time. And, and you know, the horse, you want to like get running. You want to warm them up. That wasn't happening this morning. They're like, nope, we're going to be angry uh, at the cold. We're angry that you even are here. We're angry that you're doing a lesson with us today. So... It was stressful to say the least. Yeah, I'd be mad if I were them. Yeah, I like, can't hey, play Yeah, yeah. Hey, why? Yeah. I'm trying to hibernate over here. Yeah. I don't know if horses <laughs> hibernate. They should. But like, hey, get out, get no. off me, lady. That's what <laughs> yeah, I, I, I totally don't blame them. I, I don't want to be up and out in the cold either. So I'm, I'm on the well, horse's side. It's crazy because you think because it's 20 degrees, like you'd be freezing your butt off on the horse. Once you actually do start riding, I'm sweating my butt off. It is such a workout and you wouldn't expect it to be. But the only thing that was really cold were my thumbs. So I think I need to invest in better gloves. Mm. You, <laughs> you need thumb warmers. Mm. I do. I need little yeah. thumb warmers. <laughs> yeah. But, so they that's should, how my morning was. <laughs> they should invest in a heated saddle. That would be better. You know, Ooh. something like that. Maybe, maybe it's nice, the nice warm seat. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, you need a like a the rain ranch, like heated what heated rains. No. Yeah, that's yeah. There you go, heated rains, like on a uh, like a snowmobile. You can get yeah. heated handles and and stuff. <laughs> that's what you need. These oh, people man. are as behind the I times. Love that idea. I don't think the horse would like it very much because they sweat about as much as I do. They're, they're behind the times more. at this dude ranch. You got to get a <laughs> heated rains. Dude ranch. It's the opposite of a dude ranch. Oh. A horse ranch. A, it's also a lady not a bunch of dudes. It's not a bunch yeah. of dudes, Michael. It's a, lady it's a bunch ranch. of okay. so, horses. <laughs> yeah. What, what's it, what would be the opposite of a, a dude ranch? Not a lady, lady ranch. What, what's it, I guess lady, right? But, a dudette ranch. Yeah, dudette. dudette ranch. It's a dudette ranch, and you just needed you need heated reins. Special request. Put it in the put it in the option box. <laughs> I like. Yeah. I would. I, I would get that upgrade. I would get that yeah. upgrade. The Definitely. legendary edition. I'd have wheels added onto my horse as well. Ooh, nice. And yeah, I would yeah. probably like have a steering wheel and then it would like have a heater system too. Oh, that's a car. A radio. A radio. A radio. Well, MP3 a radio. player in there. <laughs> yeah. Boop. I like it. But I will say that ever since I have been riding, and I was thinking about this yesterday because um, we'll talk about it a little bit, but there's some things going around about Breath of the Wild 2 maybe. And it made me think about the first game and how literally my favorite thing to do in the game is just hop on the horse and run around. And when I'm riding the horse in real life, it's like my favorite thing to do is just you get in this rhythm and you ride and it's like so relaxing. But so, so I blame is, I blame Breath of the Wild for me wanting to learn how to actually ride a horse. So what you're saying is next time you go riding, you're going to cosplay as Link and we're going to get am. a video of that I <laughs> absolutely for, am. <laughs> for the show. Absolutely. Actually, nice. I may try to do that for Halloween next year. So every year for Halloween, they do this parade. They didn't do it this year, but they do a parade and like they have to dress up their horses and stuff. So some people will do like Mario and Yoshi. Um, some of them will do. I know I was talking to one of the girls and I was like, they should do the Witcher. She's like, what's the Witcher? 
Oh, come so on. So I had to, it was like, oh, video games, come on. And then I was telling her, like, you could be like Link and his horse and. Yeah, you need Roach. Yeah. You need your very yeah. own Roach. You need Roach. Yep. And you could the be horse's Jennifer name that I ride. Riding Roach. <laughs> the horse is named that I ride is named Hugo, and he looks kind of like Roach. Nice. So like, I wish that was his name a little bit. <laughs> He's a huge horse. Roach is a lady, though, by the way. It's a lady. Really? Well, I thought it didn't matter because the Witcher just names every horse he has Roach. He always has a female. It's a female horse. That's I don't know what female funny, horse is called, but, but Roach is always a female horse. I think it's a Nair. Sure. I don't, I don't know. But factoid. Witcher, Witcher factoid. It's always been hmm. a female. A mare. M-A-R-E is a mare. Yeah, so Roach, has been, Roach is always a mare, a female horse. Okay. An adult female horse. Very important. Mm-hmm. Put the adult in there. Well, it's a male, a buck. <laughs> All that's right, a, well, that's a that's a deer. That deer is a buck. That is a deer. A doe. A doe. <laughs> they look the doe, same. Deer. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know there's two different kind of of deer in America? There's like a boys there's a mule and girls? deer. A mule deer. Oh. That's what we got in the Pacific Northwest. Mule deer. My we sent a photo of this deer to my my father in law. A quick tip: father in laws know everything, and and he was like, "Oh, that's a <laughs> that's a that's a doe. That's a a mule deer." I'm like, "What mm-hmm. are you talking about? They look exactly the same as a whitetail." Very, deer. very similar. Yep. But yep. but completely different. It's crazy. Yeah, they're they're gray. Their faces are much grayer. And yeah. I think, if you wanna, I think they get bigger. If you want to look up and be surprised, just yeah, do like white tail deer versus mule deer, and you're like oh, mind blown. Like everything yeah. I thought I knew about deer <laughs> exploded. It was like <laughs> yeah. well, I, I know nothing else. about deer, so that'll yeah, that'll be I interesting. Know. I'll have to look it up later. <laughs> Let's let's get into the news. Yeah, let's get into the news. This is a fun little conversation, but we have we have things we have to talk about. We have a lot of um, things we need to talk a about. A lot of things, yeah. Uh so fun fun little factoid, the Nintendo Switch has officially outsold the 3DS as of December 26th. The Switch has sold roughly 76.2 million units and the 3DS sold 75.9 million units. So overtook it by just a little bit. Uh, I'm sure that there's that Switch number is even higher now because it's been a few weeks. Um, but it's important to note that the Switch sales have made that much, has sold that many units in four years, and the 3DS sales were its entire lifetime, which was a decade. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah that's super cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, that goes back towards what we were saying about all of the Switch numbers, right? They're mm-hmm. they're focused on one unit now, Switch and Switch Lite, of course, but essentially it's under the switch umbrella and 3ds was always running during a mainline console so you were Mm -hmm. split in your market and uh so switch now i mean the numbers are are going to be able to be staggering because of this this new trend yeah Yeah, i I like it i'm 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 excited to see where it goes this year and i feel like some of our predictions later are going to probably lead to more sales so oh yeah um, oh yeah excited about now, <laughs> another thing that i think is is surprisingly amazing is this website that a fan made in sort of their frustration of the my nintendo physical rewards because one you you don't know when there's new ones you don't know if there's any in stock when they come back in stock so boot bear on reddit built this website um i'll put it in the show notes it's already there the my nintendo rewards items website which is for all intents and purposes exactly the same as the you know my nintendo website you don't need to log in you don't need to do anything and you can see how many are in stock which is cool so there must be an api and they're not showing it so they're Mm -hmm. you know they're getting it back so there's probably just a web request there 
and it'll show you the cost of them, how many are left, and if they're in stock or out of stock. This is really neat uh, because I often just sort of forget, you know, like that there's new items. Like there's actually a new item right now. It's the Mario and Luigi Echo Notebook. Oh, maybe I'll get one of these. Oh, it's platinum <laughs> points. Oh, my goodness. Maybe I'll get this. Um, and then I recently got I got the Dodo Airlines bag recently. I got the Mario ornament. It's on our tree or was oh, nice. on our tree. Cute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super cute. I got the Super Mario zipper case. Also very cute. Um, yeah, it's a bunch of good stuff. So this is a cool website. You can bookmark it. You can turn on notifications as well, and you can get notified when there's new items there. And you can also toggle, I think, what's cool between the U.S. and Europe. So you can see what's happening over in Europe. Like they're reusable tote bag way cooler than ours it's pretty smart that they have this now (laughs) because yeah i totally agree a lot of this you had no idea Mm -hmm. that's cool boom you can get a fancy lanyard for your next uh convention that you have to go to months or your next uh like little event get that mario kart live home circuit lanyard of your very own (laughs) i'm in well speaking of new things there was also this past week a monster hunter digital event uh, they showed a whole new trailer for Monster Hunter Rise. So I'm going to kind of go through a lot of the the little details that they kind of show, just breeze through them really quick. Um, they showed new locales, so new places called um, Frost Islands, which used to be a huge nest for dragons. Looked kind of cool. They also featured a bunch of new monsters. So I'll go down this list really quick. They have, and I'm sorry, I'm probably going to absolutely butcher these names, but I will do my best. They have Goss Hereg, a creature that lives in icy regions, which um, creates blades of ice from its own breath. They have Barioth, which is a flying wyvern. It has fangs and spikes. Keizu is also another flying wyvern. It lives in dark places like caves and releases electricity from its body. This one, when I saw it, it looks really gross. It looks like a huge grub. I do not like it. Mm. (laughs) The next one is Great Baggy, which is a bird wyvern, and it douses prey with a sleeping fluid. Next is Lagombi, which is a fanged beast, which glides around in the snow on its belly, kind of like a sled. Tigrex, which is another flying wyvern. It's extremely aggressive, and it deals heavy damage with claws and jaws. Mitsuni? Yeah, we'll go with that. This is a leviathan. This one looks the coolest, I thought. It um, secretes a fluid that bubbles and will slow you. Secretes a fluid in bubbles, and it will slow you down. And then the last one is Magnamalo, which is the big flagship monster of the game. Its whole body is covered with a type of armor, um, and it attacks with its tail and a gas that looks like purple fire. And that one looked really cool as well. They also showed a little bit more of the riding. So it's called Wyvern Riding. So those like flying beasts, you can control them. You can also control the wild monsters and um, use this attack to even attack other monsters too. Um, they kind of went through the villager, the village characters. I don't think I'm going to go through this list, though, because I feel like if you play the game, this kind of stuff is like what you'll figure out. And I don't think it's really valuable to kind of go through right now. Um, but they also showed the training area that you can kind of learn moves in and practice in. They mentioned this thing called the Rampage, which they're going to show more information on in the future. They didn't really go too in depth um, in this digital event. And then they basically kind of reiterated what they said in the past. The game is coming March 26th, 2021. They're going to have a standard and deluxe edition um, where the deluxe, I think, just has some like extra DLC. Um, They are also going to have pre-order bonuses, which I think is armor for your buddies. So like you have this like dog and cat that can kind of 
know, be your buddy and follow you around and you can get armor for them. And then they also mentioned that um, they're going to have three amiibo coming out the same day as the game. And I think one was like the cat, another one was the dog, and there was another character. And then last, they talked about the demo. So yes, there is a demo that came out for this game. It's been all over the internet, so surprise if you haven't heard yet. <laughs> but in the demo, it has four quest types available. A beginner quest, an intermediate quest, a basic training quest, and a riding training quest. So you can kind of get to learn a little bit of everything about what the game is about. Uh, you can play the beginner and intermediate quests either solo or you can do local co-op or online co-op in the demo, which I thought was really cool. So you can actually like get to understand what that experience would be like. Uh, basic training will cover the wire bug, which is kind of how you like sort of grapple to different places. And then the riding, tra riding training, obviously it covers the new riding mechanic. All 14 weapon types are available um, and playable. And the demo itself is only available for a limited time. So they launched it the day that the, the presentation happened on January 7th, and it's going to be running until February 1st, until 3 p.m. Eastern time. So you're going to have until February 1st to kind of go in there and play around with the game. Hmm. That's, That's weird. Yeah, I'll tell you, the riding mechanic is mm -hmm. crazy. It looks so cool. Like I just watched, the, I watched, you know, watched through a bunch of this. And, yeah. um, you know, I've always enjoyed Monster Hunter. A lot of friends that are like really into Monster Hunter, like my friends, Jesse and Ben, they're like super into it. And Michael and I had talked in the past about previous Monster Hunters. Usually the problem with Monster Hunters is that there's this huge sort of you got to spend like eight hours to even get into the thing. Um, but I heard that Monster Hunter world really solved a lot of that. My buddy Jesse was like, this is the best Monster Hunter ever. It was like, it's rid of all the problems. So my hope here is that Monster Hunter Rise is an extension of some sort of monster hunter world we'll see if based off the demo um if there's some things there but i like that they sort of segmented into different you know different categories i hope that that's shorter i hope that the demo is shorter in some odd way because often monster hunter is very long and, and to get into but the game looks beautiful um mm -hmm. and like i'm i'm I've, it's always looked really great but it looks the the trailer looks super great you know, it's, it's a Switch exclusive, so it's like, you know, it's Switch footage, so it looks really, really mm -hmm. good. The riding mechanic, mechanic alone looks very fascinating uh, to me as far as like, oh, I, I would like to try that, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But the question will be is, I would like to see a review and when it comes out and, and to say like, is this a modern Monster Hunter or is this just the same old, same old? That's the only thing I need to know. And if it is more like world to get into, then I'm, I'm in. I think I think these games look and play awesome. I just want, you know, it to be, you know, not I don't want all to do all the extra other stuff that takes forever, to, you know, to, to get into the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I have the demo. I haven't played it yet. I'm interested in trying it. I always try to get into these games, but they never they never do it for me. Um, and that goes all the way back to the very first one that I tried playing. I don't know what it is specifically about them that just kind of I lose I lose interest. I think that the concept of it is very cool, but then once I get into the actual implementation, actually playing it, I I'm just like, oh, this is I pictured it so much different, more different in my mind, and um, I, it looks good. It looks really good on the Switch. I'm going to try the demo and see. It's not something where I feel a need to pre-order. I think like Mont said, I'll wait and see. You know, what are the reviews and based on the demo, how do I feel about it? I also wish this was a demo like some of the ones we've been seeing recently where your progress is um, saved. 
because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't, I don't, the last demo we played for Monster Hunter did this where they jumped through you into like a game. You had gear, you know, and it was the same idea. It was like, so mm-hmm. you get a, a concept of the whole, no, I want to start from the beginning and I want to play like, you know, like uh, Dragon Quest did. You get 10 hours. Everybody knows this game is like 50 million hours long. So give me a decent amount of time so I can build a character that I've made a relationship with and then I will buy it. But jumping in and having gear and I had no control over and didn't really pick out, I don't have any attachment to that character. I don't really care about that character. So Mm. after Mm -hmm. the demo's over, I'm just like, "Eh, it didn't do it for me. Demos for me, I want it from the beginning so I get engrossed and invested and then I'm hooked. When I just get tossed in, it just never works for me. I just don't get interested. Also, too, I feel like a demo like this, it's such a catered demo experience where it's probably so different from the actual game when you play. Well, that's what I, I mean, mean. I don't yeah, know that for sure, but like that's kind of what what you're sort of getting at. Yeah. And, and maybe some of the listeners that I know we have that are interested in this can can like correct me if I'm wrong. But to me, you're crafting gear, you're crafting your armor, you're crafting your swords and weapons and things like that. So it's like Warcraft where we are building characters that we're like attached to. I want to use that weapon, or at least I want it to look a certain way by doing transmogs because that's what I want it to look like. And when I play mm-hmm. a demo or something like that, I, I'm i playing somebody else's person, right? I'm playing somebody else's character, yeah. it feels like. And there's just no attachment. I don't know. This isn't the kind of character I would be playing, you know? And I'm assuming you get options like ranged and melee and stuff, but... It's just not what I would be playing as. So it's it's just always tough for me to be interested in these demos. But we'll see. Maybe this one's totally different. And I'll definitely play it this week and uh, come back around on this and, and have comments for next week. Same. Cool. Cool. Now, Christina, are you grabbing the demo for this? Have you played the demo for this? I personally, I'm not really interested in Monster Hunter. I mean, it looks cool. It seems like an interesting game. But it seems like, and from everything I've heard, it seems like such a time commitment that I just, I just, I'm not interested in it. There's so many other things I'd rather put time into than trying to relearn a whole new game and jumping into the middle of a series that I know nothing about. I mean, yeah, yeah, the dragons and the monsters and stuff look really cool. Good for them. But it's just not something that I'm personally willing to to invest a bunch of time into. Yeah, I guess that's a good point, too, where it's hard for me to get excited at the idea of another game. That is such a time commitment when mm-hmm. I'm finishing Witcher 3 and there's talks about, I don't even know how long the long dark is, but that's already a time commitment. <laughs> and then you have Fire really Emblem, long. which I want to get into, and that's a time commitment. So yeah. there's already a lot of games that I play that are, and then we have World of Warcraft, which is not Nintendo, but that's a time yeah. commitment. So the idea thing, of like, this is just, oh man. Yeah. And, and that's too, like when I was watching the video for it, it just made me want to want go to play, play World of Warcraft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest yeah, exactly. with you, it's like, oh, that would be cool if I had a mount that looked like that dragon. I should go look up and see if I can find a mount that's like, yeah, that, like yeah. a flying mount. Can, can the horde it's have like, this type of mount? Yeah. <laughs> I can kill these giant beasts in a game that I'm already playing and enjoying. So yeah, I think it's very cool. And I, like I said, I will play the demo, but it's going to be a hard sell. It's a hard sell for me anyway. And I know mm-hmm. there's a huge market for this game. I know there's a huge fan base for well, this game. There's people that awesome. definitely love it and they're going to get it just because it's Monster Hunter. Yeah. And I totally understand and appreciate that. Yeah, I will say the other Monster Hunter that we saw, I'm more interested in. Me too. Um, I like the look of that one more. I think. yeah, I can't. I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but it was more of like Me that either. animated look. And I that one I'm mm-hmm. very interested in more. It almost looked on. like Breath of the Wild sort of look. Which yeah. I think I'm very biased on like how games look. 
Like I like to just, I mean, I, I read a book by its cover essentially. Um, and I'll totally admit it. I definitely do it. Um, and so this one, I think, I mean, it looks great, but it's just not, not for me. That's yeah. all. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, moving on to some other news before we get into our big predictions for Nintendo this year, Animal Crossing was nominated for the New York Game Awards Game of the Year. And on top of that, Reggie Fizeme is co-hosting the awards this year. Of course, this is all mm-hmm. happening uh, remote. It's not in person, but you will be able to stream it live and for free on Twitch and YouTube on January 26th at eight o'clock. Animal Crossing has been nominated for Game of the Year, like I said, but also Best Music, which it will lose. I guarantee it's not winning that one because some of the other nominees are 100% better suited for that category. I'm actually kind of surprised it's even in Best Music. I know that there's good music in it, but I feel like Hades was nominated as well. And yeah, Hades says good that one's winning it. I, I mean, yeah. it's it's infinitely better. But uh, game of the year, it has a very, very good shot. And I'm excited to see how it does. So this is very cool. A lot of great games were nominated with all kinds of crazy uh, categories. It was kind of funny because I wasn't very familiar with the New York Game Awards. So I started looking through some mm-hmm. of them. And it's it's cool. Like all the categories are New York landmark based, like uh, the Statue of Liberty something game of the year. You know what I mean? They're all like based on locations Beans. throughout New York. Yeah. So it was yeah. kind of cool. And then I think, I think it was also nominated for best kids game too. Yeah. Which totally makes sense. I mean, yeah. that, that'll, I it'll do great that. for that. That'll probably be a win. Uh, game of the year will probably be a contender. I don't know if it'll get the win, but it's, it's against some of the heavy hitters that we've already seen yeah. before in the other game awards. Uh, but best music was a standout for me where I thought it was, Kind of an odd one. You know, that was like when we saw, what was it? Uh, Pokemon Cafe was in for best mobile game. It's like, come on. You know that ain't going to win. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll keep our fingers crossed for all the Nintendo games. And hopefully they all do pretty well. And then we have a little segue into our next topic. This one is actually, we've we've talked about this probably from the moment the Switch came out, we've talked about the Switch Pro coming out. It seems like anyway. And some analysts are saying, this is the year. You know, we've been saying it for three years, but this is the actual year. They say that it's going to happen. Uh, Dr. Sirkin Toto of Canton Games says that he's predicting a beefed up 4K device is coming during Nintendo's next financial year. Uh, Piers Harding Rolls of Ampere Analysis said that the launch of the Switch Pro was unlikely in 2020, but is now forecasting it for 2021 because it makes financial sense. So, I don't know. I think some of us in our predictions are thinking maybe this is the year. And I'm going to just use that as a segue to get right into our 2021 Nintendo predictions slash hopes, dreams, wishes <laughs> uh, for this year. And Christina, I don't know if we want to go down your whole list or if you want to just kind of one by one and we'll either say yay or nay or whatever. But yeah, why don't you kick that. us off and we'll go through and we'll see what we all think and hope for this coming year. So first, I want to start off with my first prediction is going to be that E3 is going to try to do a virtual conference again this year, but Nintendo will kind of do what they did last year and not really participate. They're just going to stick to their own directs and their own schedule of when they want to release things instead of forcing it into the E3 schedule. Okay. Big big prediction there, I know. (laughs) I I agree that they're going to do or attempt some sort of digital E3, not Mm -hmm. a physical location type thing, but I... 
I don't think I agree that Nintendo will just completely shrug it off. I think they'll have some presence. I think maybe, maybe but I don't think it's going to be crazy. Like, I don't think they're going to make any big announcement or anything like that during E3. It's hard to say. It's hard. You know, last year threw a a wrench in everything. (laughs) This year was crazy, too. I I feel like there is going to be a virtual conference and people are hungry for Nintendo. And that may be their first direct of the year. Mm, I think I think I'll go with Christina a little bit. Like, I don't know. I mean, Nintendo may have a little bit more, but I predict that that kind of they will just continue their schedule. They're continue with their directs as normal. So I, I think that Nintendo will just continue like they've always done for the last like five or six years and, and do their thing. Because if they're going to announce all the other things that we hope that they're going to announce this year, they're going to need some directs before E3. Yeah, they're definitely yeah. going to need some directs. <laughs> I'm hoping we get, I, I completely agree. I hope we get something soon. It's been, what, over a year now since we got in a real Nintendo direct. Well, let, let's move into my next prediction then. So my next prediction is we're going to see Nintendo Directs for each The Legend of Zelda for the 35th anniversary, Pokemon for their 25th anniversary, and Donkey Kong for its 40th anniversary. A lot of anniversaries this year. We're going to see new game ports, toys, and brand partnerships for all three of those games. But <laughs> Nintendo, is, Nintendo is probably going to totally ignore the Metroid 25th no. anniversary or at the end of another unrelated Direct, they're going to say that they're still working on it. They're going to show the logo on the screen and then move on. No, you're crazy. Nah. You're crazy. <laughs> no, there, there's no way Donkey past, Kong is getting a direct and Metroid is not this year. It's Nintendo. It's Nintendo no that way. they do stuff no way. like that. No way. They will definitely, definitely want, have but... a Metroid. They there's no way Nintendo is ignoring Metroid on the 25th anniversary and celebrating not gonna, Donkey Kong for they're it. They're not gonna have anything really announced because as we've seen for the new Metroid game, it's not like they're gonna have a new game to announce. They may do something like, oh, we're porting the old games over, but they already have some old Metroid games in there. So yeah, like what are they, they gonna do for the Metroid? Trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's what they're gonna true. be announcing. So that's they're gonna be announcing announce. the yeah. prime trilogy. They will absolutely be talking about Metroid at some point this year. It may not be as big of a fanfare as Zelda will be, but my prediction for Metroid is that we will see more information for Prime, whether it's just something, a teaser or something for Prime. Um, it could be tacked onto E3-ish event. I think it's going to feel like a minor thing, though. Like They're not going to make a big deal about it because like we've seen, they just started adding new people to the team. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I think That's we're going to get some information. That. And I do think the Metroid Prime trilogy will be released this year to hold people over. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what's going to happen is we're going to get my prediction on these anniversaries that, as you can see in the show notes, I have no bullet points because I want to keep it a secret, is for each anniversary, we're going to get game and watch editions of all of the original games. I mean, I would not. That be, wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all, to be no. honest with you. I I totally could see Nintendo doing Game and Watch for like milestone anniversaries, and I think they would sell like hotcakes. Yeah, People I mean, would yeah. love that. Yeah. I think Donkey Kong. They could easily do uh, Donkey Kong where they put all three Donkey Kongs on there, including Donkey yeah. Kong Junior. Right, and mm-hmm. then for Pokemon, imagine they put Red or Blue on there they could be totally cool. do that um yeah. or green which was J- japan exclusive that would be really cool then legend of zelda one and two done right and then for metroid you only need metroid because i guess they could do metroid to the game boy version um, which would be actually that'd be amazing mm-hmm. if they did that um but anyways i think that they're going to do that and, you're, and then we're going to pay 50 dollars for 
well, I'm going to pay $50, I should say, for these <laughs> these stacks the of... Yeah, I, I think that's my prediction is yeah. I do think I have agree, a whole stack of them. <laughs> I mean, you got to collect them all. I will have... Um, I agree that, that they will do... I don't think they're going to do Metroid, the new one, but I do think those are going to do the anniversary edition and then announce that Metroid will come the next year. I predict... We can get into this and we all have predictions of Breath of the Wild 2. I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is going to happen this year. Oh, well, let me move into the next prediction and hope then. So we can kind of talk about that a little more. So my prediction slash hope is we're going to see something official from Nintendo about Breath of the Wild 2 during the second or third quarter. And it's going to be out in the fourth quarter just in time for Christmas. This is going to be announced during the big Zelda 35th anniversary direct. It's going to be their big announcement at the end, Mm -hmm. along with other older games that will be brought to the Switch. They may do this. I also think for the older games they're going to port, they may do something similar to what they did for Mario, where it's going to be like a limited release to celebrate, quote, Zelda's birthday. Mm. So that's kind of what I'm predicting there. Like we're going to pay for Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, I, that, that checks out. Nintendo selling yeah. us old games again. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah totally. and, and maybe add in a Game & Watch in that, too. I, I yeah. think a Game & Watch makes yeah. sense for all of the anniversaries. Absolutely. I really do. Yeah. Breath of the Wild 2022 prediction. Ooh, 2022. <laughs> I think 2022. Watch, See, but... I was thinking the same thing. For Zelda the 35th, I do think they're going to have a 3D Zelda All-Star type thing. Uh, I couldn't mm-hmm. decide in the games, though. I was thinking Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Majora's and Mask possibly and... a Wind Waker, possibly Twilight Princess, possibly Skyward Sword. I can't decide on which one, but I think mm-hmm. that, that would be a huge... I think it's too soon for Skyward Sword. It would be a huge bundle for those three games, whatever that third is. I think Wind Waker would would really sell them a lot, too. But I could see them leaning towards like a Twilight Princess then, um, which I'd be fine with. I would love Mm -hmm. to play those games again, and I'd be more excited for that 3D bundle. And it does seem like something that they would do. They already did it with Mario. So they've got these heavy hitting games. I could see it happening. I think Breath of the Wild 2. Yeah, and it did it did amazing. Yeah. Um, I do think Breath of the Wild, we will get a direct of some kind with some information. And I'm predicting holiday season for that. Um, mm-hmm. or maybe first quarter, like Mats was saying, if it gets pushed. I don't think it's gonna be late. I don't think it would be holiday season next year. I think it's gonna be sooner than we think, only because it's not a total the the story is different, but the assets are very similar. So I'm thinking that's gotta cut on production time quite a bit. And we don't even know when it started. I guarantee we're going to see some information about it this year, uh, probably pretty soon, because it, uh, it, it's probably close. Holiday 2022. Yeah. Holiday, wow. You think a whole holiday away, huh? Yeah, it's a whole holiday. Well, it's inter- yeah. interesting. Could be. Could be. And I want to mention this too, Michael, because this may make you kind of happy, is when I was scoping around, because I was doing a little research to kind of make sure that my predictions made some sort of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I thought Metroid was going to be just kind of like glazed over a little bit is because there's some leaked like tentative release dates for the next Metroid game to be in holiday 2023. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I mean, so and that's that, fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I believe you're talking Metroid as in all yeah. of Metroid though. You're that's Metroid. No, the, new, the new Metroid. I know. That's yeah, why Metroid I'm saying they're not going to just glaze over one of their most beloved franchise holidays just because four is not coming out for a no, while. Me- I Metroid, do think Metroid four is for Nintendo switch Two launch. Yeah. That, yeah. That could be a launch okay. title for it. Absolutely. Right. That makes sense yeah. too. Or, or vice versa, really, to be honest with you, Nintendo really loves to launch a new Zelda game on both old hardware and new hardware. 
So they have an opportunity here to launch either Do the it again. Switch Pro or Switch Two, which again it would be two years out for them to do. So, see, I think we're maybe I think we're way far out for a Switch Two. Mm-hmm. I think the Pro is going to be like an updated version, but I think we're way far for like the the iteration of the Switch, like the Switch Two or whatever that next is. Um, I I kind of feel if it's like, even a Switch or yeah, whatever it's I think called, whatever. Yeah. Let's say their next console, right? Their next console yeah, cycle. Next big. Console. I feel like is 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 a ways out, but I it's I at least see, four years out. Well, because we're yeah, technically in, in mid life cycle of yeah, the Switch, so four years. Yeah, yeah. Which that that is one of my predictions. So another one was Nintendo will release their mid cycle Switch Pro or Super Switch this year. It won't be crazy different. It's going to have some hardware upgrades. It's going to be announced in its own direct, and there's going to be a special Breath of the Wild two and Switch Pro bundle for the holiday season next year. Oh, so I that's like why Super I think Breath of the Wild two is going to come out. Super yeah. Switch. That's I like Super Michael. Switch took- too. Michael said that I think last week or the week before, and I'm like, yeah, I could see them doing that. <laughs> I, I like Super Switch, or or that could be I don't know what they would do. Maybe that's the second Super version Switch. of it. But either way, yeah. whatever the next iteration, I I agree with you. I'm kind of on the same like thought process that a Switch Pro slash Super Switch will be announced, and it will be an iteration of what we have. It won't be the next console, but it'll have better specs. So I don't agree that that there'll be a 4K like screen or support. I think it'll have a better screen and have maybe what, better what is cooling it? Uh, system, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think the screen yeah. will be brighter, which is a, is a problem. Um, I mm-hmm. think maybe you'll have a better battery, maybe better Wi-Fi. Yeah. I think they'll update maybe the processor so that load time, Bluetooth. things like that are snappier and it definitely needs Bluetooth for some sort of controller or, or not controller, but um, headphones. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think along with that, they will come out with a new pro controller, which is just modified a little bit. Maybe it does finally have the jack so you can plug headphones into it and actually be a little bit more of a pro version. You know, your old pro will still work, but I could see them doing a more like Xbox did with their elite controller there. Um, They come out with something that's a little just beefier. Maybe it's just a little more quote unquote pro for the new switch. But who knows? I think I think we're going to on hardware side since we're on the hardware bullet point. I think we will see. I agree. I think this is the year of a switch pro or super switch. Mm-hmm. I think they'll go with switch pro because yeah. or that or they'll do like switch plus or something. Yeah. The new so Nintendo switch do, new Nintendo switch plus pro. Oh. They'll have some crazy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. they'll they'll mess it up. I think that this. Yeah, <laughs> I think it'll they'll do it. And I agree that it will. I don't think it'll be 4K either. I think it'll just be an upgraded processor. It'll it'll load and it it does the thing is like this is the year of load times because with mm. PS5, yeah. Xbox Series X, everyone is like it plays all my games but everything loads faster. So they're going to be like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild loads in 4 seconds instead of 30 seconds. You're like oh my Two god, that's right. Yeah. It's so fast, right? Um yeah. So I think it'll be that. Um I think that it'll, you know, they will be bigger default storage on it, you know, it, but you'll be able to transfer your games over to all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll have better battery life, better, bigger screen. I think it'll be compatible with all of your current accessories. So my assumption is that it'll, it will, I think the size will be very, very similar. I think the screen will be bigger, but only because it'll take up more real estate and it'll have a bigger processor or things like that. But I think it'll work with your yeah. current dock and everything like that. I think, though, that we're going to get two new systems. I think we're going to get a Switch Pro and a Switch Lite Pro. And the Switch Lite Pro will just be the current Switch 
in the exact same switch light form factor. Like okay. I think that will be the same because it, right now the switch light is a ha, has basically the same specs has some, some stuff removed, but it plays things at a lower resolution. So I think you're going to get 1080p gaming on your switch light pro instead of 720p gaming and the screen mm. will also be bigger. So I think that they're going to match match up, you know, the, the different things on there and both of these systems will fix the um joy-con drift issue that's my prediction yeah. i know i don't think they're gonna yeah. fix the joy-con drift i think it's always gonna be there it's like their thing now it's their signature <laughs> I just, yeah. yeah yeah i think Nintendo they'll fix joy-con it. Drift. They're gonna yeah fix i it. think they gotta i think they gotta if they came out with a new system and it had the same old problems and then you know somebody took it apart and was like you you never even addressed the problem that yeah. that would not go well for them i think if you're gonna put out a new version of any of it 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 has to at least address it. Whether it fixes it, I don't know, but it's got to at least be addressing it and trying to fix it. And then maybe yeah. it creates a whole nother problem, which is possible. But I think they have to try to fix it and have people or see. Or they'll come out with, with, with Joy-Cons that have drift proof on a sticker that goes on them. <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe, yeah that, I could see that. That'd be funny though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so speaking of like weird names, uh, I also had that for the Pokemon 25th anniversary direct. We're going to also see some new Pokemon Snap gameplay and they're going to announce an early demo for that and a surprise early release. So that also comes out before Christmas. I'm not 100% on that, though, if it comes up before Christmas, because then it might it like contradicts my Breath of the Wild 2 thing, because I know they won't want those competing. But it's currently slotted for December 31st of this year. So I think that was just like a date they picked and they're like, Oh, well, if it comes out sooner, great, we'll change the date. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm not hundred percent on that, but I think we're definitely going to see, you know, Pokemon snap early release or something like that. Yeah. Po- Pokemon. We're gonna, I think we're going to see the biggest, this is going to be the big winter game. I think you're both wrong with Zelda and Metroid not going to happen. And I think for Pokemon, well, we, we are both going said to... Metroid's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's, that's, that's true. Not, not, Metroid that's Prime true. 4. Yeah. Metroid Prime 4 totally not going to happen. Yeah. Breath of the Wild, I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think we're going to see a third iteration of Pokemon. Like right now we have Sword and Shield. I guess we'll have Katana or Bow mm. and Arrow or Nunchucks. something. Mm. Nunchucks. I like that. We, we will get that because they are going to announce another expansion that will become included in this sort of ultimate edition of Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like that's what we're going to get. Yeah, maybe. And mm. I mean... Pokemon this is the biggest franchise, right? It's just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not even their franchise, but it's, it's so big. And yeah, I mean, it's synonymous with well Nintendo. Be. You just assume it's yeah. Nintendo. But, but <laughs> here's my hope, ready, that they've already announced new Super Nintendo worlds. What if they announce that they've Pokemon formed a world. collaboration with the Pokemon world? Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be awesome <laughs> if they did. I I could see that, especially with them doing their interaction in the park. That would be really that would that would blend really well with like a, a park type thing. A Pokemon. You walk, you walk into Ooh. the park and you get you get a little belt with six Pokeballs. <laughs> yeah, right, and you can just throw yep. them at like the Pokemon. Oh my god! Yeah, I could that see is. this being tied really well with like Pokemon Go or things like that. I would. If Pokemon Snap is the big game of the year, though, I would be so disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. That's the, if that's the thing that ca- that floats Nintendo in 2021, I would be immensely upset because 
I'm not, I, I never liked Pokemon Snap. I didn't like it the first time. I'm not really excited for it this time. I know people love it. That's awesome. It is not a game to carry an entire year of Nintendo. Or, crazy prediction. Pokemon secretly acquired Kodak. And they come out with a Pokemon Snap Kodak camera. Oh my god! I can see. So I can see Pokemon <laughs> working with their own version of like Labo. You know, they had that yeah, camera. Yeah. They could do something with that. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. Or, I mean, they're playing with they're playing with like toy type things now. They could de- definitely come out with a yeah. you know Mario Kart esque Pokemon camera that you walk around and do stuff <gasps> with. I can see something or, like that possibly. Or instead of a, a game and watch. It's a game and snap, and it's a camera, but it looks like a game and watch. Maybe that's it Maybe. right there. I, I mean, <laughs> I I definitely think we're gonna see something Pokemon. I I I really hope Pokemon Snap is not the only thing we get this year. That's like the big it better not be thing. I I would be really bummed about that. With but all these anniversaries, it better not be. <laughs> I like I like Monster's idea about a game and watch that's for like mm-hmm. red or or even like green or one of the other versions. I, I think that would be really cool. And I would almost consider grabbing that because it's just such a neat. I mean, I haven't played that Especially original Zelda Pokemon one. in so long or Zelda mm-hmm. would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would love to have a lineup. And it, I know they always had like a gold, you know, they have the gold case and stuff, but it would be kind of cool if they did have themed like they were the same form factor, but they have sort of like a theme Different or something colors. special on the back that was for mm-hmm. it, like a little badge for each game or something. But I could see all three of those looking really cool on a shelf. Um, just doing their thing behind mm-hmm. you, you know, while you're while you're hanging out. But yeah, I I I just don't want Pokemon Snap as as to be my main <laughs> Christmas game. I'd be bummed. Well, anything can happen, Michael. We'll yeah, see. anything, anything. <laughs> um, then my last two predictions are kind of like they're smaller predictions, no real big games or anything like that. But um, one is the Switch is going to continue to break records, and it's definitely going to outsell the Wii this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wii's at one hundred. 101.6 million units and with the switch currently 76.2 i think it's definitely gonna it's gonna hit that milestone or get very close to it hmm. um, and then my last prediction is kind of a silly one but it's what i was thinking about it's something that popped into my head and it's that super nintendo world is gonna have to temporarily shut down shortly after they open due to the second strain of covid hmm. because i could see i can just see there. that happening yeah like they open it up and it has a really great like or not even open a couple it. weeks or yeah like the day before they they push it or something like that yeah, i feel like something is going to happen like that um, yeah i haven't sorry, i haven't <laughs> stayed up to date on their numbers but considering how bad things are in the states and yeah. you know it seems like around the world the numbers are still it's not good go anywhere really. yeah so yeah i i'm i'm almost surprised that it News hasn't come They're out that they've already reconsidered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll be I'll be more surprised if it actually opens when they're saying it's supposed to, rather than it closing temporarily. You know, we're still a go. It's just right now we're taking precautions, um, which I think is totally fair, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a totally fair thing that they do that if that's what they have to do. Um, I would imagine not a lot of people are planning to travel there right now in order to go to that park. I would assume it's if locals only. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised with that. I think that's a, a, a safe prediction or at least a reasonable prediction. Mm. But that's it for my hopes and predictions. Nice. Um, what else nice. do you guys have? <laughs> you got some good ones in there. I, I can run down mine, uh, Mots, and you guys feel free to chime in. We already talked about the mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild and the, the Pro and all that stuff. I do think that we will get. Um, 
or at least a hope slash prediction is the the trilogy. I really want to play the prime trilogy at some point on our switch. I don't think it's crazy that we, we get that or when they re-release that Metroid two, uh, for, for 3ds, it'd be nice if that was brought over to switch at some point, I would like a really good remake or side scroll Metroid game. We haven't heard anything about Bayonetta and I think that's crazy. And I think this year we're going to get something. We've got to get something. This game has been in the works for, like six years now it seems like there's it has to have something a trailer and i i would not and and this will be like a a crazy prediction but i would not be surprised if early first quarter we get this like trailer with an announcement or even a logo the year no i'm thinking even just show a logo it can't be just a logo it's got to be something because people are Mm -hmm. it's got to be more than a logo for band out of three there there's no way they don't have something to show and if they don't we haven't even we haven't even seen anything or heard anything we just keep getting reports that it's doing well and um i and i think that if we don't see something fans are going to be like it's not doing well there's no way it's doing well five years in and you haven't shown us anything and that's not to say the game it's just never going to be made or we're owed anything, but don't say that it's progressing nicely and that it's going well and never have anything to show for it. Like people are, your fans are excited. And at some point they're going to not be excited. I think. Well, that's why I had that prediction for Metroid prime four, because they were, that's kind of what they've been doing with Bayonetta three is like, it's going, things are happening. And they've been doing the same thing for Metroid prime four for years. But Bayonetta I think was in the works even longer. It's been even longer than Metroid. And with Metroid, Mm -hmm. we did get word, what was it, last year or two years ago, that they essentially restarted. So in my mind, that means you restarted. Like that time, that development time, maybe there was some stuff that was able to be carried over, but Mm -hmm. we've gotten reports that they're hiring. We've gotten reports that they restarted and they switched development uh, companies. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, I know there's time. Each time I hear something like that, it's tacking on years, tacking on years. Bayonetta, all we've ever heard from day one was it's happening and things are going well and we're progressing nicely and blah, blah, blah. Blah. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's, let's see it. Let's see it. So yeah. a, a bomb would be like, you know, we're, we've talked about um, Pokemon Snap. A bomb would be that that's coming out this year. Like Bayonetta 3 will get announced. We'll get a trailer with a crazy drop date and fans will just go ballistic and it would make all right mm-hmm. with the world for people. I think most people would be like 2020 didn't even exist. We don't even care that even though we didn't get a ton of stuff. This year, it'll change everybody's mind. And I think Nintendo amazing. I think Nintendo wants or maybe not necessarily needs, but there's more pressure for them to do some more stuff, some bigger stuff this year than they were there was mm-hmm. last year. I think everybody had an understanding like last year was crazy for everybody, and yeah. things didn't work out for the next gen consoles. They didn't really put a huge press on Nintendo. Whereas I feel like this year their their stock's gonna be their their actual available consoles that people can buy are gonna be going up. People are gonna be focused on those next consoles. And while I don't think Nintendo necessarily competes on that level. They want to maintain that sort of mind space. They still want to be in people's minds. And yeah. I think they need something big to kind of keep that alive. So uh, first quarter, they're going to release a trailer for Bayonetta 3. I think we'll that see something day, for it. That day it'll be released. <laughs> in the eShop right after this. In the eShop. Yeah. It's available right now. I mean, that would be amazing, but I, <laughs> maybe not. Hopes, that might be a too Hopes aggressive. and dreams. Hope, hopes That's and for dreams. the next hopes section. <laughs> Um, and then the last thing I, I think for prediction wise is we're going to see 
uh, more cloud-based type games happening. I think that it makes a lot of sense where, I mean, look at the stuff that was going on with Cyberpunk. If Cyberpunk came out with a version of like Control on the Switch, essentially yeah. it would run better than some of the next-gen consoles right now on well, your Switch. Some people have even done that. Some people have set it up and like they've obviously like yeah, hacked yeah. stuff to make it happen. But there was someone who actually made it so available to play on the Switch and yeah. they said it ran better than it did on the sure. next-gen console. <laughs> and it makes total sense that it would, right? I mean, it makes yeah, total sense. Yeah. It's, it's on Stadia. There's really no reason that i know of that they couldn't do that on the switch and mm -hmm. i mean I, I i i wouldn't say i wouldn't get it on the switch if that was the way it was played because why not right so yeah. there's certain games that i think would lend themselves where you know they will not make it to the switch any other way and i think that would be okay for some people i think some i don't want the this like the um the way control was doing it where you had to pay to have access to it or whatever. I want there to be some sort of cloud-based service, whether it's factored into Nintendo's service or something like e that, or whatever, where you have yeah. access to some of these streaming games. I think that's the only way it would mm -hmm. really succeed. Kind of like game pass where you're paying to have access to a bunch of stuff and not paying subscriptions for each individual one. I think that's sort of a make or break for it. And, and that's a make or break for me. I, I'm not going to have 10 mm -hmm. game subscriptions, you know, uh, and then going into my personal hopes and dreams, some of the games that I've loved through the years that I have, have kind of been quiet for a while, I would love another Mario Golf on the Switch. I really personally really enjoyed Mario Golf on GameCube. It was one of the best golfing games. It was one of my favorite Mario games. Uh, it's just such a fun golf game and i could see them doing such a great online multiplayer version of it and you could be jumping in and out of things i i just feel like there's i'm so surprised we haven't gotten one in i don't know six years i think was the last one 2013 2014 was the last mario golf and uh it it seems like it's time to have another one on the switch and then mm -hmm. the last one is a weird one i don't know how many people have actually played this this franchise i personally played the first one and i own the um I think the second or third one for the 3DS, it's Chibi Robo. And I would love them to do a reboot of Chibi Robo and go back to kind of what the game used to be. Now, if 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 they did that, I think it would do so well for that Stardew Valley crowd, that person that loves that type of game, which I am. Um, that's kind of what it was initially. Before, if, if you're not familiar, you played as Chibi Robo, which was like this tiny little robot. And you were essentially a... Um, like an assistant for this family and you wanted to generate and collect happy points. So you would run around doing <laughs> chores basically for them. So if it was like, find the batteries to this toy, you'd have to run around and pick them up. And it was kind of like, it was really cute and sweet because you're running around this world that's much larger than you. And you're this tiny robot and you're running around holding things over your head and doing tasks for this family. And by doing that, you were making them happy and make their life easier. And your cost was like you ran on electricity. So you had a, a tail that was a, a like a power plug and you'd have to meet, like monitor your energy and run around, plug yourself in, make sure you didn't run out of batteries or spend the night or, you know, charge and stuff like that. And it was really, really cute and just a sweet game. Cute. It is. Yeah. It's really good. But I think that a Chibi Robo like reboot for today's 
sort of mentality in today's with today's mechanics and something that's a Stardew Valley or an Animal Crossing or one of those types of games where it's task management. Oh my God, it would be a blast. I, I would love. I it. could even I could even see it being kind of like Untitled Goose Game, where mm-hmm. you're just given mm-hmm. these tasks you have to do and you check them off the list, but kind of. And it may be in a different sort of look and feel, but I could see it doing really, really well. Yeah, it Something is. It like is that. similar to that. The, like all of mm-hmm. those games pop in my head when I think of at least the first one. I know that their kind of their gameplay changed, and overall, I think they were well received. Some were less, some yeah. were more, but um, I think they could come out. It was a really sweet character, and I think that there was enough of a of an audience for it where you could come out with a new version that appealed to a wider demographic for something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know, both of those games I haven't seen, I haven't played in a long time and I would love, that's just a personal hope and dream. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I think that I have one kind of to add on to your hope and hopes and dreams, which is you know, Nintendo just acquired next level games, which did Luigi's mansion, but also um, in the past did super Mario strikers and strikers charged. Um, I wish that they would buy Camelot because they're the ones that do the golf games. Uh, at least I always thought the handheld games were better than the than the major console ones. But I, I do enjoy a good golf game. I think they're going to resurrect Super Mario Spikers, which is their volleyball slash wrestling hybrid game that was canceled. <laughs> what? In, yeah, it was canceled in like 2007. So this is like for the Wii back in the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was some some prototype artwork that was put out there. Volleyball game. You know, if the Summer Olympics are going to happen, which I don't think they are going to happen, but that'd be a cool tie. It'd be cool to resurrect that. That's my my hope would be to figure out how to how to bring that, mm. bring that over. Make, tie that <laughs> in. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be that'd be cool. I think that that would be a, a neat one. Uh, I agree. I would also love a um, love it. I, I already said my predictions. Most of my predictions are. We are going to get uh, more cardboard. Okay. Cardboard is going to happen. That's my other prediction. More cardboard. I don't know how said cardboard is going to be incorporated into products, but there's going to be cardboard this year. Okay. So but it's doubling now. down on the cardboard. So I'm doubling down <laughs> on the cardboard. Um, I mean, I could, I could see, I would love to see Nintendo do something else with this augmented reality that they started with a home circuit. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, maybe they do a, n- a new version, upgraded version or something with that. That would be really neat. Um, I just think that, that 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 game is such a blast. I talked about the game and watches. I think those are going to happen. Um, and of course, my Switch Pro prediction, things like that. I do think the one oddball that I'll, I'll put out there, like I said earlier, was the Super Mario Spikers or something from Next Level Games. They must be working on something because they acquire them. And Nintendo does not acquire companies lightly. Exactly. Yeah. So, hmm. um, so that would be cool. Um, in general, we'll, we'll kind of see. I, I don't have anything else though. That I, th- I mean, I think this is a good list. Yeah, we got some some good yeah. stuff in there, mm-hmm. and nothing that's like too too wild. Bana- I think some of this yeah. stuff is very. I, if if even just a fraction of this stuff happens, it's going to be a good year. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think we have a pretty good list. I like it. If there's anything that any listeners think that we missed, let us know. Or maybe something that we kind of overlooked. Or even but... their hopes and dreams. I want exactly. I want to see yeah, other yeah. hopes and dreams. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. But that so that does it for our 2021 predictions, hopes, and dreams list. 
Now we move on to the best sellers of the week, and it's pretty much the same exact thing as last week. All the same same games. We got Among Us uh, first, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Minecraft is in fourth, Hades is fifth, sixth Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, then Cuphead, Just Dance 2021, ninth is Stardew Valley, and tenth Super Mario 3D All-Stars. So unless there is a sale, it'll probably be the same next week. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, that gets us into new releases we're into this week, and we're going to go... This week was a tough one. There, there's a couple stinkers in here, but we did manage to get a few checks. Mots, you're kicking it off. What do we got? Yeah, on the 14th, we have Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the game, Complete Edition. Nice short title. Um, this is a cool <laughs> 2D arcade-style beat-em-up. It's been around for quite a long time. Fan but favorite, this, though. Fan, Yeah. Friend of the show, Scott Pilgrim. Um, and <laughs> Friend of the show. So, uh, so if you're into this, a comic book style, um, you know, it was a movie, it was a comic book, you know, it's it's good. Anyways, it, I remember this game from years past. It comes with all the DLC. If you're into that side scroller, beat them up. $15. It's, oh, that's uh, not bad. It's good no, stuff. It seems good for yeah. the complete edition with all the yeah. DLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. That's it. So the next game I will talk about, uh, all of us have it checked. It is called Down in Bermuda. They did show this a little bit in a direct a little while ago, I think. Um, also coming out on January 14th for $20, $19.99. It is an isometric adventure puzzle game by Yak & Co. They are also responsible for a game called Agent A, A Puzzle in Disguise. I'll talk a little bit about this more when we get into our next section because um, I looked into it and it has positive reviews and themes. So it seems like, you know, they're pretty dependable Um company now down in bermuda you you there's an unnatural storm that leaves an adventurous aviator stranded for decades within the infamous bermuda you overcome creatures of the deep and unravel the island's secrets in search of a way back home you crack codes solve puzzles collect magic orbs and escape each of the six unique islands each one leading to the next on a quest for your character's way back home I thought it looked really cute. The art style is very nice. Um, yeah, I, I mean, you guys have it checked too, which I was kind of surprised. I didn't think it would be something that you would be into, Mats. Bermuda, Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take it. No. <laughs> Copyright strike. Tococo. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Now we're, uh, now thanks, we're thanks. Right. You gotta pay for it. I like the art style. I'm, I'm hooked by the art yeah. style. So yeah. I'm in. It looks cute, yeah. It reminds me of a short hike. Very vibrant yeah. color-wise. Yeah. Same isometric, you know, um, view. And I, I love these puzzle games. And it seems like there's a little bit mm-hmm. of mystery involved. So yeah, this was an easy check for me. I actually had it on the wish list a couple weeks ago when I saw it on the eShop. Me too. And yeah. uh, I'm excited for this one. So yeah. But and that was I about ju- it. And I just bought Agent A, a puzzle in the sky. It's only $1.99. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. $1.99. That's why I picked it up. sweet sweet well that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show what you playing how about mots you kick it off uh okay and christina go for it (laughs) that's it (laughs) i figured i figured it was a light a light week i've been i've been um actively exercising a lot on my spin bike that's what most of my afternoons are i did jump in a little bit to world of warcraft here and there i'm pretty much at my level cap and i don't mm-hmm. think i'm going to pay i can't i talked about last i can't justify 15 dollars a month it's just too much yeah. i am waiting to see it. every once in a while there's a world of warcraft like you know get 
a month for $9 or whatever, maybe yeah, I'll do that. But yeah. I also told Heather, uh, with my wife, for anyone that's brand new listening in, I said, you know, I really got this game so I could play with two of my best friends in the entire world. And in the, the weeks and months that have followed, neither of them we haven't been on. <laughs> have been on or reached out to me. So wait, which game? World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. I got it because wait, you told we, me that you guys are gonna play with me. Yeah. I'll get World of Warcraft so we all play. Well, you together. gotta level It'll up. Be... You gotta reach us. I'm level twenty. It's the cap. It's as high well, as you can. We're go. level thirty now. Oh, yeah, you're wow. gonna have to pay. Oh, Again, see sorry. then yeah, why even bother? <laughs> it was the, 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 the game is fine. Sorry. It's, it's, it's World of Warcraft. It's it's it's, it's, it's the same game that's been for thirty years. That's correct. Long. That's accurate. Well yeah. well, one game you can get that me and Michael definitely have been playing a ton, and I'll just I'll just jump Until into the games I'm playing. It. Yes. <laughs> 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 is Wingspan. Um, so I know we both talked about like we were going to pick it up this week and wow, I sunk some hours into the game this week. Um, it, it's just such a, just calm, delightful game. And it's kind of just like a board game on your switch. Uh, we exactly actually have like a, a board game on your switch. Yeah. That's what it exactly is. What it is. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Um, uh, we have a game going right now with one of our listeners, Rob, um, me, Michael and Rob are kind of playing right now, but it's interesting because they have. So when you play online and you kind of set up a game, you, there's two options available. You can do one where each move is 24 hours, where it's just like a long game. Then you have another one that you can play where it's like right then and there where you have five minutes to, to take your turn. We're doing the 24-hour one, and I'm finding it very tricky because, I mean, we all have lives. We can't be checking our Switch every 10 minutes. Um, at least I can't. I don't know about Michael. But <laughs> it, it takes me sometimes like five hours, maybe 10 hours <laughs> to make my turn and so by the time I go and make my turn again I just forget what my whole strategy was and like what my next turn was going to be Rob recommended writing down like on the stream yesterday he recommended writing down notes and like writing down what your strategy is going to be so you don't forget but I'm just too lazy to do that Mm -hmm. so that being said I really really like the solo games too yeah (laughs) I've been playing mainly I mean our our game is it's nice to be playing, but I think if we're the three of us want to play another game, I want to play one where we're doing the five second the turns five instead of yeah. the 24 hour to make your turn. Because again, it's just, it's tough for me to, Wingspan is a game you want to have a strategy and you want to think three, four moves ahead and you want to really kind of plan out what you want to do. And what happens yeah. is for me, every time I get back into it, I'm like, I don't what was what I, I doing? Was, I don't remember what yeah. I was trying to do. I don't even care what I was trying to do at this point because I just know I'm going to make this move and then come back around in 30 hours when it's my turn again. And mm-hmm. um, it's I, so I like that that's an option, but it, it just seems for me to take too long. I, I like games to be a little bit more active. Whereas, like, if we can sit down, I love the solo player, I like the game itself quite a bit. Uh, maybe if it was on a computer, if I was playing like the steam version mm-hmm. and I could just have it off to the side while I'm working and then you guys eventually make your move and it like pops up and says, yeah, you, you have a move. Um, or even if the it, switch did that, if it I, notified, I wish the switch would give you an identifier yeah. that it's your turn because I would make more yeah. of a point if it's docked in the little home button lights up, which is what I thought the whole point of the stupid light up on the home button was even for. If it actually in 2021, it'll start to work. <laughs> if it actually worked for this game would be a perfect game for that, where if it yeah. lit up when it was my turn, 
I would be more active in everybody. I think you would probably be, if you saw that on your thing, you'd be like, oh good, it's my turn. It would be something to bring your attention to it. Because at this point, I don't even know, am I waiting on Rob? Am I waiting on you? Are you guys waiting on me? I can't remember where I was in the line. Yeah. And it doesn't show it up either. So like if you go to your online games, it'll show you your ongoing games, but it won't show you if it's your turn or not. Yeah, it's like it's it a doesn't little, tell you like it's your turn. Make your move. Or the only thing I noticed, and and I will say, wingspan. I've had a couple hiccups, um, but mm-hmm. when it is the online game, you get green arrows when it's your turn, and there's a a spinning um, hourglass in that little. You know how you get that little thumbnail for your game. I haven't gotten that. Oh, see, I get green I arrows that. when it's my turn. But yeah, not always is it accurate. Sometimes it's wrong. Oh, okay. But yeah. majority of time, it's it seems to be that's when it's telling me it's my turn to take take to to mm-hmm. go. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I have seen a couple little weird things where I was be I would be playing, and what happens is like you make your move, and then you hit the Y button. It says, "Okay, hit Y button to to you know uh, enter. This is your move," and then it goes on to the next person's turn. I've had that button disappear. So it wouldn't let me hmm. actually progress. It wouldn't let me say, yeah, this is the move. I couldn't do anything like touchscreen wouldn't work. Nothing would work. So I'd have to quit the game and then go back in and it saves your position. You just have to make your move again and it, then it works fine. So it's like an actual hiccup. And then I've had it where I know the button is there or I've touched the screen and it and it works, it registered, but the button itself isn't there. So it's like sometimes it That's even weird. I haven't works. Run into that. So I've run yeah. into a couple little things. It's happened two or three times. Nothing great. Not, it doesn't break the game necessarily because it's not like a. It's a you're you're taking a turn, right? So it's not like even in the single player, you just quit it and go back, and you're right back into the game where you left yeah, it off. But remove the game. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't break it for me, but it is something where I notice little hiccups that could probably easily be fixed with an update at some point in the future. I did. Here, I did notice two things. And I didn't notice them until after you told me the other day that you were having issues. One thing is if you try to like, I would like try to play a card and then it would give me an alert saying you don't have enough eggs or you don't have enough food or whatever. And then the alert like stays there in the middle of your screen and it won't go away and it won't go away until the end of your turn. Well, the problem is I'm trying to make my turn and I can't read any of my cards or anything like that. There's weird little hiccups like that. I've noticed a bunch of those. And then yesterday when I was streaming, actually, so I won a game and it said in the game when I won that my score was 86. I saved the game. I went out and I wanted to like look and show like what my other high scores were because I like to save my high score games. And I went and checked and it said that my score was 70 for that game. Hmm. So I was like, that's weird. And like people in the stream were like, yeah, it said you had 86. So then I went back, I redid my last move, got an 86 again. And then I went and saved it, checked, and then it said 86. So it's a little, little glitchy sometimes. Yeah. But those are the only things I've noticed. And again, I'm sure it doesn't break it and it could yeah. be fixed with an update. But yes, mm-hmm. it is a little, sometimes you're like, what is going on with this game? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But so speaking of streaming, I'll finish kind of going down my list here. Um, so yesterday or last week, we got a code for art school spelled S-Q-O-O-L. Uh, I did have a check on it when it was an upcoming release like that week and I think in December. So it was cool that we got a code to something like that. Uh, And so I streamed it and I'm actually really happy I streamed it only because I think if I played this on my own without people watching or like talking to me like during it, it wouldn't have been near as fun or near as funny. So art school, basically you start up the game and you're given 
an assignment by a computer, basically. Draw something that makes you happy. So you draw it. But the thing is, is I'm playing with my pro controller and trying to draw something in a very tiny space with a joystick is impossible. Yeah. (laughs) And I think if you watch the stream, you'll see like, it's not good. (laughs) But I did try it after the stream and you can use touchscreen with the game. So that helps. But the thing is, I can't play touchscreen when I'm streaming. Yeah. So it's, it's almost like funnier because I'm having to use my pro controller and it worked out. But I don't think I'm going to be playing this game not streaming because I tried to do the last um, assignment that I had, which was I had to draw a detailed schematic of an air conditioner. Oh, geez. <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm going to try to doing this with a touchscreen. And I did it and I got a C, which the grading system is stupid. <laughs> yeah, had, I watched had... a little bit of that stream and I thought the same thing. I'm like, I don't see myself playing this game. But no. uh, first stream, it's fun because you can get yeah. you know ideas on what to draw from the people watching. So it definitely makes sense to stream it. But it's not a great uh, like port from a computer. What what seems like was a computer. I mean, it's basically game. you have to basically use a mouse. In <clears throat> any game that is like that, it doesn't go over very well usually. Um, on the switch but yeah. i mean it was it was fun for streaming and you know i got the people who are watching like pretty involved so it was really fun and i think in the future i may just use art school as a way to warm up into the stream yeah because i think it's just really good for that and it's fun it's funny people chat. Um, yeah and one of the one of the um prompts that i got one of the assignments was draw something you've heard of but have never seen and i immediately said breath of the wild 2 and then i go the switch pro so i ended up drawing the switch pro and it was just terrible <laughs> nice but i think i got an a on the assignment so clearly it was a work of art um (laughs) and then um the next game i did in the stream oh i played a little wingspan and then after i did a demo for agent a a puzzle in disguise so the same people that did um by yak and co the same people who did down in bermuda because i wanted to check it out to see if it was something i was into um it was kind of funny that i even tried playing the demo because it was two dollars and i could have just got it but um i did the demo the game has five chapters and the demo is for chapter one. And it's essentially like a point and click adventure puzzle game. So you just have to go around and you collect things and, and have to solve these puddle puzzles with the things you collect. And I'd say so far, just for chapter one, it's kind of like Jenny, like clue without all of the annoying things. And it's kind of cute. It's like this old spy movie, sort of like James Bondy sort of thing, um, which is it's very cute. I, I really liked it. And so I finished chapter one in the stream and uh just immediately went and bought it after i mean i pretty much got it for free because i had a bunch of gold points so yeah and i think what we say it's on sale right now for two bucks yep i think the nice. sale ends tomorrow though so um cool. it won't so be it won't be on sale anymore though. i think so yeah i nice. mean chapter one was kind of cool and i was like kind of bummed that i couldn't go further in the demo i was like all right clearly i like this so i'm just gonna buy it yeah. um, and there's five chapters so and actually someone in who was it i think, I think it, it was stav, stav? Stav, one of our listeners, so Stav and Discord said that he actually picked it up and they're on chapter three and really enjoying it. So mm-hmm. um, I would say yeah, definitely I saying, I'd recommend getting it. Uh, I can't remember if you said him and his wife or somebody were like uh, co-oping it. Co-oping <laughs> it. Yeah. So they were just kind of playing it together, but just handing off the controller and each one was doing a chapter or something like that, which I think is mm-hmm. a good way of doing it. You, know, you can still yeah. experience the story together. If anything, get the demo and see if it's the kind of game that you like. And if it is, definitely pick it up. But yeah, I liked it. And then I did say I was going to give an actual review of Red Lantern. I am giving it a two out of five. Okay. Unfortunately, Um, I played it a little more last night to kind of see what it would be like off stream. 
And I will just say the game, it looks nice. It looks really cool. I like the concept, but I think the way that they approached it could have been refined a little bit. I think overall, the game is very slow. There is a ton of dialogue, which is super annoying. Like, I don't need the character to go through. And every single time I use something like, oh, that uh, that axe came in really handy for pulling Burke off the tree. That would have taken forever for me to pull off with my bare hands. And then she just keeps going on and on and on and rambling. And it's like, lady, I get it. You got bark off a tree. Let's go mush. And it just, it's so annoying. (laughs) Luckily you can click through the dialogue if you hit a, but when I was streaming, I didn't want to do that at first because it's like part of the game. And I I don't know, but playing by myself, I was clicking through, but I was constantly clicking a, because there was so much of it. Sometimes the graphics do get a little glitchy though. The game does look great once in a while. Like there would be like a floating rock just load (laughs) and there'd be like a mountain floating off in the distance and based on the type of game i don't think that's intentional i don't think you're in like futuristic alaska outback (laughs) i could be wrong but i don't think maybe she's a jedi she is i hope not she's a really annoying jedi if that's the case (laughs) um (laughs) i did finally encounter wolves and bears and i was playing last night and it was dumb so it's like the encounter is you're going and then this wolf will run up on the side and then your character will be like, oh, it's a wolf. All right, just stay right there. This happened twice, by the way. Both times it was the same exact outcome no matter what I clicked. And the, the wolf like ran up and attacked me and then ran away and then my dogs would bark at it. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm injured and I only have one med pack because I'm an idiot and, and so unprepared for this adventure I went on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it happened basically the same way the next time. The bear, though the action kind of changed. So the first time I encountered the bear, it attacked me and then I fell down and was injured. And then it attacked one of my dogs. So I had to put my dog on my sled and then try to continue in the game like that. And of course, because I only had one med pack, I could only heal either me or the dog. So either way, no matter what, if you get injured twice, the game is over. So I was like, well, that's stupid. And then my character's like, maybe I'll find a med pack somewhere. It's like, you're in the Alaskan Outback, you idiot. Um, so that was kind of frustrating. But then the second time I ran into the bear, it attacked me. And then it took me off my sled and ran away. It didn't attack any of my dogs. So, yeah, no matter what, you're kind of screwed if you run into a bear, I guess. I did have the option to shoot it. And then the first time I, I forgot that I did shoot it. And it just like looked over its shoulder and then attacked me. Um <laughs> So it was just kind of like, all right. So if you run into either of these things, you're basically screwed. Um, And so just to that, and I just don't like how the character starts out thinking you can survive on three bullets, one little piece of birch and one med pack. Like, I wish you could customize and choose what you decide to start with each round. Like if it kind of like a wingspan, it's like you can select five things to start with. I wish that and you can kind of pick what you want. I wish it would do the same for um, for Red Lantern. Yeah. And then and then last, I would say. It's unclear if if the encounters are actually random or if I took the same exact path, like turning left and turning right, if I would run into the same account encounters. And I don't think I like the game enough to go in and try to figure that out, unfortunately. Yeah. But that's kind of the impression after I played for so many times that that's kind of what it was getting at. Um, well, I guess that makes, so, yeah. it makes sense. It's like you said, it's a roguelike. So just going, yeah. you know, but it doesn't sound like it's worth even uh, even checking out then, really. To be honest, yeah. Unfortunately, five, like, I was looking a... forward to this for so long, and it's just it's just there's too many little annoying things that add up. Which yeah, just I'm kind bummed of I bought it now, now at the time. Well, maybe you try it yourself and tell me if you feel the same way. I mean, if nah, you click through the dialogue, it might be okay. But 
I was annoyed yeah. enough when I was watching the stream. It just doesn't seem that. Sorry. I, I like the look of it, but <laughs> it, it's, it's not it's not for not me. Not what we were I, hoping. I don't need to waste my time playing games that I don't think I'm going to like That's true. when you I've got Witcher a bunch of stuff play. I want to play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so then just to round out some of the stuff that I was playing, Witcher 3 did make an appearance again, and I did some more streaming of the long dark made a little bit of progress in that the progress is slow going but things are happening and uh, i'm i'm still really really enjoying it so i will probably be streaming that again at some point over the week and we'll see where it goes i did some stuff a lot of times now what i'm starting to do with the stream is stream the story based the mainline story quest tough and then off stream i'm doing like the the management type stuff trying to find the mm -hmm. extra things trying to find the supply caches uh all of the side quest type stuff that way when we jump right in we can just kind of keep going and even when you just keep going you're still doing a day by day so it, it still takes a lot of time it's a lot of sitting down and cooking and you know organizing your your grinding your backpack and stuff like that yeah. so there's a lot of that involved but all in all the story and what is happening is intriguing and that's what draws people and that's what continues to keep me going because it's like what is going on in this this town so i'm excited to keep keep up with it i've, I've been liking it i want to mention too that that we are we are exporting our twitch streams to youtube now so if anybody is like bummed out because they if you want to catch up yeah, they are on Twitch for like a week or two, but then we are putting them over into um, our YouTube channel. So look for us, Nintendo Dispatch. We're there. Oh, yeah. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going <laughs> to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch podcast. Of course, yeah, write in. Let us know on our Discord, on uh, NintendoDispatch.com or on our Twitter page. What are your predictions for 2021? Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? Did we miss something? Let us know. But that's going to do it. So until next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>